the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. UTC Minneapolis, St. Paul. FM 107.5. K298CO Minneapolis. Intelligent Radio. With SRN News, I'm Bob Agnew in Washington. As more states push to reopen their economies, many are falling short on one of the federal government's essential criteria, having an efficient system to track people who have been physically near a person infected with the coronavirus. That's according to a new review conducted by the Associated Press. At a White House ceremony yesterday, President Trump signed the $484 billion coronavirus relief package. I want to thank Congress for answering my call to pass this critical funding. It is the fourth such bill that's been passed and signed by the president. Together, they tally up to some $2.8 trillion worth of benefits. Meanwhile, a handful of Texas businessmen are opening their restaurants in defiance of the state order right now from the governor. They say they simply cannot afford any longer to keep their doors shut. On Wall Street Friday, the Dow was up 260 points. This is SRN News. This week in the Town Hall Review with you, Hewitt, brought to you in partnership with the Pepperdine Graduate School of Public Policy and ADF, Alliance Defending Freedom, the pandemic that should never have occurred. Those first hours and days and weeks are the most critical. The Chinese Communist Party failed to do that properly. Join us for our program. Sign up for our podcast at townhallreview.com. Every Saturday evening at 7 and Sunday nights at 11, here on AM 1280, The Patriot. AM 1280, The Patriot Intelligent Radio, just past 1 o'clock, which means one thing. It's time to make talk radio great again. It's your Northern Alliance Radio Network headliner, Mitch Berg, coming up next. Just a reminder, while we're all at home in a state of self-quarantine, you can listen to Mitch Berg and all your favorite Patriot programs at home. We're on iHeart. Tune in our website, our free mobile app, your smart speaker, and radio.com. Here's your Twin Cities forecast brought to you by Great Plains Windows and Doors. Mostly sunny, a high of 69 tonight. Scattered thunderstorms, low of 43. The views expressed on the following program do not necessarily represent those of this station or its management. This is the Northern Alliance Radio Network, the longest-running conservative talk show in the Twin Cities. It's great to be back in Minnesota today. Political analysis of the good, the bad, and the outright crazy. Now, here's your headline act, Mitch Bird. Welcome back, Twin Cities and World. It's the wind beneath the right wing, the shining spot of red and sea of dismal, dingy institutional blue, the Northern Alliance Radio Network. My name, Mitch Berg. My blog, for 18 years and going now, shotinthedark.info. And what can we say about Shot in the Dark? It is the most Mitch Berg-like blog in history of, of written communications. I hope you can take me at my word for that. Of course, this broadcast going on 17 years now, just past our 16th year mark, six weeks ago, and still going stronger than ever, along with my colleagues, Brad Carlson, who you probably know this, is heard every uh, Sunday from 1 to 3 here on AM 1280, The Patriot. And of course, King Banyan holding down the fort over at our sister station, AM 1440, The Businessman, every Saturday morning from 9 to 11, together with the Northern Alliance Radio Network. We've been dominating Twin Cities weekend radio 
since before that was even a thing. I mean, can you even remember Twin Cities Weekend Radio before the Northern Alliance Radio Network? No, you cannot. Not Nothing against all of our great weekend programs. Let's just say we all stand on the backs of giants here at AM 1280, The Patriot. Anyway, uh, glad you could join us here today. Uh, and I'm glad you're, you're able to join us here as we, uh, as we self-quarantine. And to a certain extent, the, the quarantining is going both ways. We in most cases, many cases, are self-quarantined to the best of our ability to per- keep ourselves from getting sick and perhaps keep others from getting ill as well. But there's a second, perhaps even more troublesome uh, form of self-quarantine, actually much more troublesome form of self-quarantine going on right now, and that is the quarantining of the administrative state, the big state, the deep state, if you will, from questioning from ideas from accountability for its assumptions now we've been talking about this for a couple weeks on the broadcast the most uh, trenchant example i think is the example of the minnesota state health economist who refused a couple weeks ago to give out the details of the model that the minnesota health department is and minnesota department of health i should say is using to calculate the likely uh, spread of coronavirus in the state of Minnesota, a model that's been yielding exceptionally pessimistic results. I mean, given the fact that Minnesota has perhaps uh, better than any other state with a major metropolitan area in its borders managed to control the virus, we are still acting as if the zombie apocalypse is, is at our doorstep. Seriously, I've been looking at the the stats here, and there's not a single, actually, Minnesota has passed California in terms of deaths per million, but we're still well behind California in cases per million. Uh, Of of all the states in the union, with major metropolitan areas, and by that I mean the top 30, any of the top 30 metropolitan areas in the country within its borders, we are doing quite exceptionally well. But if you look at the figures uh, as they come in from around the country, that particular state, uh, that that particular category of of political boundary isn't doing very, very well. I'm looking at the stats on what has become sort of the de facto open source for COVID information, a a, a site called Worldometers. That's worldometers.info. And you get to there and you click on the coronavirus section and it'll take you to uh, a, an incredible slicing and dicing of the world's statistics. You'll, you can find uh, COVID information broken by my total cases, new cases, total deaths, new deaths, active cases, and most importantly, cases per million people and deaths per million people. You can find this for every country in the world, geographic regions of the world. And for every state in the United States, state by state. And in this, we find that the total cases per million in the United States, per cases per million people, which, by the way, is the meaningful metric when you see counts of, of cases per state, that's not nearly as meaningful as the number of cases per million, now, or, or for that matter, deaths per million. So let's try and retain this here, folks. The Cases per million in the United States, as of right now, because these are stats that are kept pretty much in real time on worldometers.info, 
is uh, currently 2,856 cases per million people. In other words, there are 945,000 cases in the United States with 20,000 so far added today. And by the way, these stats are being updated in real time on this website. But we're just under 3,000 cases per million. And that number is going to keep going up. And in the meantime, uh, by the way, the state of Minnesota, uh, let me let me look this up here real quick. Scroll, scroll, scroll. Our cases per million is, I should have looked this up beforehand. Okay, cases per million is, ding, 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 ding. Uh, this is, let me, I'm just going to search for it real quick. This is great radio, isn't it? Uh, 623 per million. 623 cases per million in the state of Minnesota, which she indicates that Minnesota is doing pretty well. We're about one ninth. That is to say, ninety, uh, me, 89% below the national uh, total for, or I should say, the national average for cases per million. That's uh, the, across the entire United States. The, the, the country is at uh, 2,800. We're in the uh, 300s. So you could say we're doing really, really well. And by the way, other states are doing, I mean, Minnesota is way down the list and far and away the, the lowest list of any uh, cases per million of any state with a major metropolitan area in it. Now, deaths per million, starting to get into a slightly different story. The national total is 161 deaths per million. Minnesota is at 44, again, doing much better than the rest of the country. Uh, in a couple of cases, California and uh, let's see, I'm looking down the list here, North Carolina, I believe, have lower deaths per million. And of course, all of our neighbors uh, in the upper Midwest here, Iowa, uh, both of the Dakotas are doing considerably better, not in cases per million, but in deaths per million, considerably better. North Dakota is running around half our rate uh, and South Dakota, even with its surge in the recent weeks is right around a third, just a little over a quarter of Minnesota's death rate per million. Again, the case rates are higher in both of the Dakotas and Iowa cases per million, because that that is a little warped by the fact that cases per million are going to look really high when you have a significant outbreak in a state with less than a million people. That's just how the numbers work. But, if you look at a heat map, a map of where by county, not by state, mind you, but by county, a map of where the COVID cases are, are actually happening, you'll find there is a, and we've talked about this on the show in previous weeks, you'll find that there is a correlation in terms of cases per million with major cities, with high-density cities in particular, which means that you're finding less of a correlation in cities like Dallas and Fort Worth and San Antonio and to an extent Atlanta and less of a correlation in lower, relatively lower density cities like Minneapolis and St. Paul, or I should say low density metro areas like Minneapolis, St. Paul, because <clears throat> Hennepin County is the biggest single concentration of cases uh, along with Rochester in, in Minnesota. But you'll find, if you look at the maps, that, that uh, the, in terms of cases per 100,000 people, the major metro areas, Twin Cities, Duluth, Rochester, and a few counties with some heavy outbreaks in small populations, like the Worthington area, which shares, as we discussed last week, a lot of the cases with the, the, the big outbreak in Sioux Falls, which itself 
is further evidence of, of this notion that that high density seems to be high density, especially in places where social distancing isn't practiced or is harder to practice, like, say, a food processing plant. You'll find that the density of the population seems to be inversely correlated with occurrences and deaths of and from COVID. Now, you could say fairly that they're going to get their turn at some point here. And you're probably right. In fact, you're almost definitely right. The cases are, COVID is going to spread unless there is a vaccine soon. The virus is going to spread throughout pretty much the entire population. But that's not the point. What we've been warned to worry about from the very beginning of this pandemic is not for the cases to strike, because for the vast majority of the population, unless you are compromised in some way, and we'll talk about that in a moment here, unless you're compromised in some way, your odds of noticing that you have something worse than, than a bad cold, some bronchitis or the flu are relatively low. If you're under the age of 40, yeah, if you if you have some risk factors, you might have a miserable couple days. You're probably, probably not going to die. You're probably not going to need to go to a hospital. Probably. I will sincerely hope none of you do. The vast majority of the deaths are people over 80, and that's not to devalue their lives in any way. It's just a physical fact. Now, if you look at a heat map, in other words, a map showing the concentration of cases, especially uh, concentration of cases, uh, both in absolute numbers and in cases per 100,000, you will find that the, that the, the hot spots are, well, places like food processing plants, places like uh, nursing homes, and major cities, major cities especially with high-density populations, highly transit-dependent lifestyles, and uh, lots of <laughs> a vibrant nightlife, if you will, lots of bars, lots of restaurants. Nothing wrong with any of those. We need food. We need cities. We need, well, we kind of enjoy bars and restaurants, and I'm certainly one of them. But let's look at this real quick here. Like I said earlier, the, the, the average, I'm sorry, the, the United States as a whole has 2,856 cases per million. The average moves up from there rather sharply. As Dennis Prager pointed out, New York City has 40% of the COVID deaths in the United States, and nine states account for 80% of the cases. Like I said, the, the average is is uh, twenty eight hundred, but the case the states that are above average, Rhode Island six thousand cases per million, District of Columbia twenty eight hundred, uh, Michigan thirty thousand cases per million, Louisiana nine thousand, Massachusetts forty thousand cases per million people, Connecticut twenty two thousand cases per million people. I'm sorry, I'm reading that that wrong, but these are all states with higher cases per million than the average, all of whom are hundreds of times higher per capita than Minnesota. Is there a reason for that? Yes, yes, there is. We'll come back to that, perhaps. Well, we will definitely come back back to that. The Northern Alliance Radio Network, AM 1280, The Patriot.
This is Dennis Prager from Athanasium, the Math Learning Center. As you know, I prefer clarity to agreement. Being able to understand math is often key to achieving clarity. But with 6 out of 10 high schoolers not being proficient at math, students could be at a great disadvantage. Mathnasium helps students reach their potential to understand and even enjoy math, whether they're starting out far behind or already doing well. Using a customized one-on-one approach, Mathnasium educates and inspires students, helping them develop number sense, math fluency, and confidence that equips them for success in school and for the rest of their lives. Mathnasium also provides homework help so students can better understand and finish it successfully on their own, freeing you up to focus on other aspects of parenting. Give your child a life-changing math learning experience. Contact one of the Mathnasium centers listed on the Patriots advertiser page at AM1280 the Patriot.com and receive $50 off your enrollment. Mathnasium changing lives through math. Hi, this is Al Malmberg inviting you to join us on the World of Aviation each Sunday morning at 10.05, right here on 1280 The Patriot, as we talk with those who have had incredible life stories in aviation, like Jessica Cox, who was born without arms, but went on to become a pilot and black belt in taekwondo, and Gordy Lewis, who began flying when most people are retiring. Gordy started flying at the age of 67. That's every Sunday at 10.05 a.m. right here on 1280 The Patriot. Are you tired of all the garbage that Hollywood puts out? Why not redeem the time you're spending at home with your family and watch something that affirms our American values? For a limited time, you can purchase No Safe Spaces, starring Dennis Prager and Adam Carolla. Go to nosafespaces.com to stream the number one political documentary of 2019. Free speech is under attack now more than ever. Politicians on the left are threatening to permanently shut down churches and synagogues. And we can't even open a debate about when we return to work. There is no more important time to watch No Safe Spaces, the movie that the hard left does not want you to see. Go to nosafespaces.com. Use the code SAVE25 to get 25% off your purchase. That's SAVE25. This offer is only available for a limited time. Send the message to Hollywood that you support movies that support your values. Go to nosafespaces.com today. It pays to be kind when you enter the kindness challenge. Each day for 30 days, we'll post a new act of kindness that you can do for others. On May 2nd, you could win $5,000, and a deserving organization will also receive $5,000 in your name. You can make a difference in others' lives when you enter. So go to am1280thepatriot.com and click on the Kindness Challenge to enter. You can be rewarded for simple acts of kindness. Keep on Welcome back, Twin Cities and World. It's the Northern Alliance Radio Network, AM 1280 The Patriot. Hey, don't forget, AM 1280 The Patriot is your source for COVID-19 updates and resources. Continue to check back at am1280thepatriot.com or live on the air for updates and information. The Patriot will be providing daily updates on COVID-19 on the 1280 and on uh, am1280thepatriot.com. Listen to The Patriot anywhere by downloading our free mobile app or listening on your Amazon smart speaker. And if you, by the way, join via your Amazon smart speaker uh, or Alexa or your other smart speakers, the first voice you hear might be me. Yeah, I recorded uh, the Alexa, I think the Amazon smart speaker intros, uh, the greetings to the service some time ago. So stop by, say hi. It's a recording, so I won't hear you. But yet deep down, 
I think I kind of will. Anyway, that's uh, AM 1280, The Patriot, available wherever you are. 651-289-4488 is the number to call. You can also join me on Twitter at hashtag Narn Show. That's N-A-R-N Show. If you're worth listening to, you're worth uh, you're worth calling in and, and joining us on the hashtag on Twitter if you prefer not to talk. We'll go to the phones in a moment here. I'm going to try my numbers again here real quick because I, I botched them the first time. The United States average is 161 cases per million. That's not the average. That's the incidence of cases per million people across the entire United States. Now, there are nine states that are above that average uh, in terms of, uh, in terms of uh, deaths per million, 161 deaths per million. Now, Rhode Island has 203, District of Columbia, 241, Michigan, 310 cases per million. So we're almost double the national average in Michigan. Louisiana, 365, Massachusetts, 374, Connecticut, 6,660. I'm sorry, <sighs> reading the wrong numbers. Yet again, 365 cases per million in uh, deaths. <sighs> Deep breath. Talking deaths per million, Louisiana, 365, Massachusetts, 374, Connecticut, 493 deaths per million. Now, we're up to three times the national average in Connecticut. New Jersey, 660 deaths per million. That's uh, over four times the national rate. And in New York, 1,108 deaths per million. And that's, uh, well, you do the math. That is six times, almost seven times the national rate of death and by the way there are a few other states that are above the national uh, incidence of 2856 death uh, cases per million uh, but if you'll notice something what do you notice about those states rhode island the dc michigan louisiana massachusetts connecticut new jersey new york what are they well they're all very very urban states they're all very high density states more importantly, they are all states with high-density urban areas in them. And those urban areas are the center of the pandemic in those areas. Now, in all fairness, there are urban areas throughout the country that are not overwhelming their own health care systems with deaths, most notably California. Say what you will, against all predictions, San Francisco and Los Angeles have not yet exploded at least not uh, exploded enough to take New York City out of the news. The pandemic's uh, results in New York City are a horror to behold. You listen to the stories on, on, on the radio even, and it's and it looks and it's enough to. And by the way, I'm not doing this as some misguided red versus blue chip on the shoulder thing. I've got family in New York City that I very much want to have survive. I've got friends in New York City who I sincerely hope come through this, and I suspect they will. But my family and friends have elderly relatives in the greater New York, New Jersey, Connecticut metroplex, and they're right to be worried. Now, what about the rest of the country? Well, as you said before the break, it's entirely possible that, uh, that the rest of it's entire, it's almost unless a vaccine comes up very shortly here, and here's a hint, it probably won't. It's very likely the rest of the country will get some exposure to the coronavirus. The question is not whether, but barring a vaccine, when? Now, if you 
But the, the problem, of course, is not whether people will get exposed or whether people will get sick to some degree or another. The question is whether that rate of illness and of death will overwhelm the healthcare system. If the epidemic comes on slowly, it'll be more or less like a particularly nasty respiratory flu. As long as the healthcare system can keep up with it. That's been the dogma all along. And here's word for you here. I believe that. And the evidence tends to show that. But the big question is, how does this virus spread through the population? Most of the models, including, I suspect, I will almost bet a shiny new quarter on this, the, the models that the University of Minnesota and the Minnesota Department of Health are using are predicated on the idea of what's called aerosol spread. In other words, that the virus can float more or less on its own through the air until it finds some nose, mouth, or ear, or some other um, <clears throat> avenue of access to the body to, to get in and start to reproduce and then start to do its mischief. The way the flu and the common cold and pretty much every other viral infection does. Not all of them are aerosol. There's some of there's some of them, by the way, for which we can thank God. That it, they're not aerosol. I mean, you don't want Ebola to start getting floating around in the air and, and, and getting breathed in. But that's not the only way it spreads to the air. Now, we've been told, watch out for surfaces, wear gloves, wear masks. And, and by the way, each of which has its useful advice. Uh, well, based on the notion that COVID spreads by, say, touching a surface with a virus on it and then touching your face and having it migrate into your mouth or nose. Last week, a study was released uh, by the CDC from Hong Kong uh, showing results. And by the way, I, I spoke about this briefly last week. It's from a woman named Zeynep Tufekci, who is, I believe, a Turkish woman. She's a writer for those noted conservative uh, outlets, The Atlantic and The New York Times. Uh, but it's interesting stuff, and I mean that in a sincere way. Points out, and this is a piece from last Saturday, an amazing study supporting droplet rather than aerosol as a key means of transmission. That's important. Droplets don't float around in the air forever. They, they fly through the air, they get blown around the place, and then they settle to the ground and the viruses die off. Or they settle to something and the viruses die off. Uh, Ms. Tufekci points out uh, one asymptomatic person in Hong Kong, in a restaurant with 91 people in it, infected 10 people. And these people were only the ones who were in direct line of air pushed by the air conditioner. And she points out, based on the CDC study, that if in fact the virus were spread via aerosol distribution, there would have been a lot more than 16 in fact or rather than 10 infections out of 91 in that restaurant and by the way the person was asymptomatic but emitting droplets that had the virus in it and they have a, a there's a handy graph i posted this uh, on my blog this last week I'll, I'll no doubt do it again on the show post the map of those who were infected is entirely correlated with the flow of air through the restaurant now ms tufekci has posted another piece earlier today indicating another crucial study showing how dangerous indoor situations can be. 94 out of 216 people on the same floor of a call center in South Korea got infected, an attack rate of 43.5%. But look at the room layout, and I will post these at shotinthedark.info uh, later in the broadcast or after the broadcast lets off here today. Most infections are on one side of the room. 
which indicates not that the virus floats through the air like a fog gradually engulfing everything and everyone around it, but it floats through the air uh, on, on water droplets, not probably big enough, certainly not big enough to see because they're small enough to get blown around by air currents caused by air conditioning in offices or by the air currents on what? Do I have to keep coming up with all the answers here? Subways or light rail trains or metro transit buses or, sorry to say, all you people who love to eat out a lot, bars and restaurants. I will post both of these Twitter threads as soon as the show lets out here today. Uh, Ms. Defecci also points out only three people on other, during this uh, study of the South Korean outbreak, only three people on other floors at this densely packed call center were infected despite, quote, frequent contact in the lobby or elevators, but not a lot of travel between floors, no shared restaurants or other accommodations. Much lower transmission also later to household members, a 16.2% attack rate. So the high risk, and this is according not to whack jobs on the Internet, but the Centers for Disease Control, the authorities, the high risk is for being crowded together indoors over a significant time. How significant? According to the Hong Kong study, over 50 minutes. Now, in Hong Kong, they're advising people to avoid contact within six feet for more than 15 minutes. And yet the sweet spot for, for contact, close contact downwind, by the wind we mean air conditioning wind, or eddies within a subway, uh, of the subject uh, between 50 and 73 minutes. So what does this mean? It means... If it's true, and by the way, the essence of science is to be skeptical, to keep asking questions, to test the theory to see if it doesn't hold up in the real world. But if true, what this means is that low-density environments like not restaurants, not bars, not subways, not light rail trains, not metro transit buses, not high-density cities packed full of people sharing the same air blasting around all over the place, but places with low density, places that can control their airflow, places where you bear, people are wearing masks to keep water droplets from splashing through the environment all over each other, those are considerably safer. And states with lower density have an advantage. That's science talking, folks. We'll go to your phone calls right after the 651-289-4488, the number to call. Join us, won't you please? It's the Northern Alliance AM 1280, The Patriot. Look at all these options. You can fill an entire warehouse with all the different ways you can stream The Patriot. Top shelf choices include am1280thepatriot.com, our free app, and radio.com. Attention homeowners. Do you have a house that's in need of serious repairs? Do you have tenants that never seem to make their monthly payments? How about code violations, past due taxes, or maintenance costs you just can't afford? Then call my friends right now with Quick Cash Offer. They specialize in buying any home, no matter how ugly the situation. Turn that problem property into cash right now. It's just that simple. One call and you can get rid of that home headache forever. They buy the ugliest houses with instant 
closings, instant cash, and huge savings. Plus, there are no realtor fees, no listing fees, and no repair costs. Just cash in your hands for that painful property. They're buying a few more houses in your neighborhood this month. So take advantage of this cash offer and call Quick Cash Offer now. 800-775-4514. 800-775-4514. That's 800-775-4514. Does your office need a little TLC? Do you notice your bathrooms are a bit smelly? Are the surfaces in your break room a little sticky? And isn't that the same coffee spill on the floor and chili splatter in the microwave from weeks ago? If so, I've got the solution. Hi, I'm Tasha, owner of Forever Cleaning. We're family-owned and offer affordable, reliable office cleaning all over the Twin Cities metro area. So if your office is screaming for help, call me today. Let's get you scheduled for your free walkthrough so you can receive your free quote at 763-807-9817. If you mention this ad, you will receive 15% off your first month of service. Again, call 763-807-9817. Or you can visit my website at forevercleaning.com. That's the number four, evrcleaning.com. Remember, forever cleaning is so thorough, you'll wonder if your mom snuck in overnight and cleaned. Ace is the place to be. At Ace, we always have been and always will be committed to our local communities because we're here to help others. So in this time of need, your local Ace remains open. And since we're in your neighborhood, we can deliver almost anything you need. So shop in store or online for the home or yard products you're looking for and choose from top brands like Steel, Ego, Toro, and Scott's. Then you can pick up in-store, curbside, or we'll deliver your order right to your door. Help is just around the block. See AceHardware.com for details. Wash your hands, avoid sick people, and touching your face. There are everyday actions to help prevent the spread of respiratory diseases. Visit cdc.gov COVID-19. Brought to you by the National Association of Broadcasters and this station. If we lose freedom here, there's no place to escape to. This is the last stand on Earth. One, two, three, four! Welcome back to Wood City Send World Northern Alliance Radio Network, AM 1280, The Patriot. Don't forget Larry Elder coming up next. Uh, the 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 master the uh, the sage from South Central. Uh, you like him all week. What could be better than have another hour of him every weekend? Plus, America's for Prosperity Radio coming up four to five. Jason Flores doing the voodoo he do better than anyone else in the business. So uh, make sure you join uh, the entire AM twelve A the Patriot weekend lineup, uh, including well, just go to AM twelve A the Patriot dot com. See the whole thing. We're all well lined up right there. Uh, by the way, we're talking about the link. And th- by the way, this. Link is being documented by not nutcases on the right, but by the Centers for Disease Control, who nobody would call apologists for Donald Trump or for the reopen movement. But you are seeing, by the way, links between density and the flow of air through densely packed crowds that carry consistent with the patterns of spread for, for droplets rather than viruses floating around on their own. And we saw some evidence of this, by the way. I, I rip on public radio a lot, and I'm going to rip on them a little bit later today, along with some more compliments. But um, American Public Media, the national wing of Minnesota Public Radio, 
a woman named Sasha Azelanian, who's uh, been a reporter at uh, Minnesota Public Radio for quite some time, did a report uh, yesterday on what uh, they were calling the CES flu. That's the Consumer Electronics Show flu. It was a show that happened in Las Vegas. It's uh, the big uh, consumer technology show. Happens every year in Las Vegas. It's where companies roll out the latest cellular phones, the latest video games, the latest computers, latest technology for the consumer. It's huge. Hundreds of thousands of people show up. Uh, and it's it's densely packed, and they're all in a, a convention. I think it's in the Moscone Center, which is not, not San Francisco. Uh, one of the big convention centers uh, in San Francisco, uh, Las Vegas, which doesn't narrow it down much. And they're heavily attended, not just by people selling games to consumers, but by people selling manufacturing services to people who produce games and and toys and trinkets and and, and appliances and computers and phones and the like and those people are disproportionately from China. And there was a huge contingent from Wuhan, which is where a lot of the factories are located. And the report by NPR reporter Sasha Aslanian making a national bow here, maybe she's done it before, by American public media, uh, pointed out that even people at the show at the time noticed that some of these Chinese manufacturing reps from Wuhan were hacking their lungs out at the show. And they're noticing that there has been a significant cluster of people infected at CES. In fact, they were calling it the CES flu back before COVID was on the headlines. I say this in part because further evidence of the notion that density and airflow seems to be closely correlated with the spread of this virus. And to point out that I started setting reminders for a business trip uh, to Las Vegas that I'm supposed to be getting, was supposed to be getting on a plane for at six o'clock this afternoon uh, to head out to Vegas for five days for business. So yeah, the trip got erased. The reminders did not. Anyway, more on that in just a moment. Let's go to the phones. Uh, let's go to Mark in St. Louis Park. Welcome to the Northern Alliance Radio Network. Uh, you're on the air. Mitch, thanks again for a great show. But I caught the end of the first part of the show. Did you say those mostly uh, blue states are all dense or of high density? Uh, you know, why choose sometimes? you got Andrew Cuomo out there. I mean, it, they both work. <laughs> speaking, of, well, speaking of Andrew Cuomo, he was uh, asked at the news conference, apparently there's a New York law that you have to have if you're COVID, if you test positive for COVID and you're senior, by law, you're required to go back into the same nursing home. And he was asked, to, he was asked at a news conference, he goes, I don't know. Uh, <laughs> so that was just outrageous. But first, yeah. and again, thank you for the accurate uh, for t- talking about the accurate forms of transmission and 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 talking about density airflow. That's so important. Are you listening, uh, Governor Walz? But, he but, is but, not. But, and the question, no, yeah, no. Oh, go right ahead. Oh, but I wanted to say you were talking earlier, uh, your first the first fifteen minutes of the show about numbers. And basically, we need a Marshall Plan when it comes to senior care facilities. Almost yeah. all the deaths are there. You can have an outbreak of 400 uh, cases in a processing plant, zero deaths. But yep. we need proper testing immediately for workers at senior care facilities. That's where all the deaths are. Yep. And I'll, it is, I'll, it I'll is have a listen to your response on that. Appreciate it. Thank you for your call. Yeah, no, it is, it is scary. By the way, I have a, a, a mother who is in assisted living uh, out west. 
And uh, thankfully, their facility has locked down very tight. Nobody gets in. I can't even visit my mother. It's just not unusual. It's true with uh, assisted livings here and, uh, and uh, high-density assisted care facilities in general in, in Minnesota as well. So far, God willing, so good. We'll see how it, how it works here. But again, local media reported the the high incidence of fatalities in assisted livings and nursing homes in Minnesota. I mean, a, a couple of them in in Minneapolis and the western suburbs, where you had up to double digit deaths in the same nursing home. And by the way, some of the APM American Public Media reporting yesterday uh, covered some of the same stories. I mean, I mean, nursing homes around the country where twenty people. Residents and staff have died over the course of this outbreak so far. By the way, that puts a huge hot spot on the map, and it's entirely, again, related to density. How dense? Well, they reported about uh, assisted living uh, nursing homes that had two or four people to a room, and they weren't moving people out of the rooms when they were exhibiting symptoms. They weren't concentrating them together until far too late. And so to say that states like South Dakota, and by the way, as Mark pointed out, states like South Dakota are taking flack for not ordering shelter in place uh, so far. There's nine states that haven't. South Dakota is one of them. Uh, and the, the, the rates of cases are high-ish. The rates of deaths are very low. Because while the outbreaks are happening in places that are highly dense by the local standards, the transmission outside of the hotspots is slow, and the people getting sick are largely healthy. They're largely in their 20s through 40s. It's not ideal. We certainly need those plants back online. If you've looked at the meat uh, counter lately, it's certainly good to have some more of that pork and turkey back online here. But people aren't dying off in droves like they do in nursing homes. Wonder why that is? You're going to keep wondering because the media is not going to talk about it beyond the occasional outbursts of honesty in the media. We're going to highlight a few of those this week, by the way. Let's go to Golden Valley on the phones. John, welcome to the Northern Alliance Radio Network. You are on the air. Okay. Thank you for taking my call. Um, you know, um, I've just recently pulled out one of my old college biology books, you know, and I read in there that uh, viruses exist in the world at the rate of 10 to the 34th power. And if they yep. were all stacked up end to end, they would go 200 light years into space. And both Dr. Jensen from the Minnesota Senate, as well as Dr. Osterholm, who is very well known, you know, both have said that this pandemic is going to continue until either we get a vaccine or we all get it and then develop the antibodies. So right. my question is that considering the extreme extreme economic suffering and by the way a lot of other people who have cancer and that have a lot of their procedures being postponed while their tumors are growing in them yeah. you know uh are we really not facing reality and joking ourselves that we think we can hide uh from the virus until a vaccine comes obviously dr fauci that's his position but, you know, Dr. Fauci never developed a vaccine for AIDS. And then I can, that's it. 
Yeah, thanks for your call. By the way, I think we ought to be, be clear. I think Dr. Fauci is saying that the same thing that, that Osterholm is saying, that we need to, although both of them have changed their tunes over the term, the, the term of the pandemic, which, by the way, I'm not going to hold against them. As knowledge evolves, so does one's position. If you're smart, uh, which Governor Cuomo isn't so much, but I digress. The goal has, until a vaccine is developed, yes, the, the, the goal, it, it's a fact that everyone eventually will catch some variety of COVID. And by the way, viruses mutate constantly, which is why it's hard to develop a vaccine. Uh, it's one of the reasons we don't have a vaccine for the common cold. It mutates too fast. But uh, the idea is not to have the healthcare system become so overwhelmed with critical cases that everything collapses, like it did in Italy, like it's pretty much done in Spain, like it did in Wuhan itself. I mean, the healthcare system collapsed. It took immense resources to restore the situation in in Wuhan, and it's still uh, crippling much of Italy now. Even even now that their their number of cases and the number of deaths has peaked and is starting to slide just a tad. But you're right. By the way, uh, in Sweden. They opted not to order a shelter in place. They opted to let the virus spread. I mean, they urged people to be responsible, to not uh, gather in big groups, to uh, to maybe thinking about uh, not 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 crowding into the bars. Maybe find a less crowded bar, spread the love around a little bit. And yeah, the case rates are high, and the death rates are certainly higher than in near na- neighboring Norway, which locked down hard right away and is now starting to relax its restrictions. But they're also predicting no second outbreak this fall. They're saying that herd immunity might well be a fact in Sweden now. And they're able to perhaps start rebuilding their economy and not have to worry about shutting it all down again, like we do right now here in the state of Minnesota. So that's absolutely correct. Uh, that's that's uh, that, that's the the trade off we're looking at. Not overwhelming the healthcare system, and we may we've not done that here in Minnesota. But we also, depending on what the testing shows, and, and by the way, if I hear one more time the governor say, "Yeah, we're going to ramp up testing," what for the sixth week in a row you're going to say we're going to ramp up testing, and that we can't open up until you've got testing ramped up, and yet the testing numbers have been pretty flat to occasionally wobbling down. For the last month. I'm sorry. That's moving the goalposts, by the way. See, speaking of which, not only is density closely uh, associated with, uh, with COVID deaths, but nearly all New York City coronavirus patients had underlying health conditions. We'll come, talk about that when we come back. Northern Alliance Radio Network, AM 1280, The Patriot. AM 1280, The Patriot. Limitless access to intelligent talk. Stream AM 1280, The Patriot with our free app, your smart speaker, or with iHeart, TuneIn, and Radio.com. We live in the Twin Cities, but serve worldwide. Trading involves financial risk and is not suitable for all investors. Past results do not guarantee future performance. Stock market have you nervous with all the massive fluctuations? With the impact of coronavirus and the upcoming election, it's virtually impossible to guess what will happen next. With Vantage Point, you don't have to. Text money to 411411 to find out how our technology can forecast market trend changes with up to 87.4% accuracy. That's right, 87.4%. Text the word money to 411411 to 
get what you need to stay ahead of market trends and better protect yourself from sudden downturns. Vantage Point's patented technology analyzes huge quantities of global data in seconds. No more guessing when to stay or when to get out. Text money to 411411 and we'll send you a link to our free demo so you can better protect your hard-earned capital with Vantage Point. Don't wait. Text the word money to 411411. Go to vantagepointsoftware.com for terms, conditions, and privacy policy. Thinking about life insurance? What if you could make one free phone call and learn your best price from nearly a dozen highly rated price competitive companies? Well, that's exactly what happens when you call SelectQuote Life. For example, George is 40. He was getting sky-high quotes from other companies because he takes meds to control his blood pressure. But when I shopped around, I found him a 10-year, $500,000 policy for under $25 a month. I'm SelectQuote agent Dan Savino. And believe me, if SelectQuote isn't shopping for your life insurance, you're probably paying too much. For a free quote, call 800-523-3771. That's 800-523-3771. 800-523-3771. Or go to SelectQuote.com. Since 1985, we shop, you save. Get full details on the example policy at SelectQuote.com slash commercials. Your price could vary depending on your health issuing company and other factors. Not available in all states. This is Nick Anderson, General Manager of Salem Media Group Twin Cities. During times of crisis, this radio station will continue to be a reliable source of news and information. We take this very seriously and ask that you continue to stand behind not only our station by listening every day, but by continuing to do business with our local marketing partners. It's because of their support that we can be a beacon of strength when our culture needs it the most. Visit this station's website to learn more or call us at 651-405-8800. Pick it up or take it out, RackShackToGo.com or RackShackDelivery.com. It's so easy. Hey, you've been working hard. Half the staff is gone and your crew needs a lift. Go to RackShackToGo.com for pickup or RackShackDelivery.com and we'll bring it out to you. AM 1280, The Patriot, the Northern Alliance Radio Network, 651-289-4488, the number to call. You can also join me at hashtag Narn Show, that's N-A-R-N Show, on Twitter, if you prefer just to, to type rather than talk. But either way, uh, we'd love to have you uh, join us for the conversation either way. Uh, but by the way, don't forget, after the top of the hour, we're going to be talking with Dan McGrath and Eric Cardall uh, about actually their uh, attempts to uh, to give you, the, the people, the ability to re- seek redress of grievances for government abuses during the uh, this rather ham-fisted and authoritarian shutdown that we're experiencing here in the state of Minnesota. Yeah, there are states where it's much worse, but the arbitrariness of this uh, shutdown, its ham-fistedness, its blunt force approach to all issues needs to be pushed back on. And by the way, if you're out there complaining about the, the loss of freedom during the state of emergency, I urge you to look at what the Minnesota Gun Owners Caucus did back in 2015, passing a law signed with bipartisan uh, support, signed by Governor Dayton, of all things, that forbade the government from confiscating firearms during states of emergency. And you don't think Ryan Winkler wants to come out and, and, and John Lesh want to confiscate your guns during a state of emergency? (laughs) <laughs> you're a poly people call me a Pollyanna. Hey, we're going to be talking about a couple of uh, news reports that deserve uh, some, some respect. Some people who don't, 
and much more in the second hour, along with uh, Dan McGrath and Eric Cardall. So before the break, I mentioned uh, a report that came out uh, this past week uh, indicating nearly all the patients hospitalized for the coronavirus in New York City, which, by the way, is the hottest of America's hotspots, both in terms of cases per million and raw numbers. It's a horrible, almost Italian-level disaster in New York City. And nearly all the patients hospitalized had underlying health conditions. According to health records uh, at Northwell Health System, which uh, has the most patients in the country of all the health systems during this pandemic, 94% of them had at least one disease other than COVID, according to the Journal of the American Medical Association. And of those, 88%, that is to say seven out of eight, had more than one ailment in addition to coronavirus. Literally, 88% had more than one condition. 6.3 just had one. 6.1% of all of the COVID patients in New York hospitals, the, the, ones, the ones with the serious cases where they needed to take them in. Uh, and by the way, the numbers are staggering. Over half of the people in the hospital for, for COVID had high blood pressure. Kind of makes you want to cut a few pounds, doesn't it? Oh, yeah, obesity, 41 point, almost 42% of the people hospitalized were grossly overweight. Diabetes, almost a third of them. Morbid obesity, <laughs> 20%. That's on top of regular obesity. Uh, coronary artery disease, 10%. Asthma, 6%. Congestive heart failure, 65 Cancer, well, okay, 5.5%. On the, on the way down, less than 5%. You're talking COPD, kidney disease, end-stage kidney disease. Obstructive sleep apnea. Oh, boy, good thing I got rid of that. Uh, history of uh, solid organ transplant or uh, HIV or cirrhosis of the liver. You're down under a percent there. But just the big three, hypertension, high blood pressure, obesity, diabetes, morbid obesity. I mean, between them, that is well over three quarters of the patients. And by the way, on the news this past week, they had a uh, they, they showed some video from one of the hospitals that had had its 750th recovered patient leaving the hospital, which is good news. I mean, praise God, the the people are are leaving alive, and that's a, a wonderful thing. But you look at these people in their wheelchairs, because of course it's a hospital; they got to wheel them out. Can't have people walking on their own two feet. No, sir, but I'm no, I'm not a doctor. I was a pre med for three weeks, hence I'm no expert, but. These people, God love them all, every life is precious, but every last one of them looked overweight, looked like they had all kinds of health problems. I mean, you, again, not judging, just saying this is a disease, not just of the elderly, but of the infirm, people who have diseases that, that kill people on their own. Hypertension, obesity, diabetes, they'll kill you even if the COVID doesn't, eventually, if you take long enough. And the correlation, 93.9% comorbidity of, of all the people hospitalized with COVID, 93.9% had something else, 88%, two or more. Of these conditions. So, what can we learn from this? High density and general lack of health along with age, 
which God willing, I mean, everyone's going to suffer from age someday. Uh, better than dying too young, I would have to suspect. And yet, being old is not for the faint of heart. As some of my elderly relatives have told me, not everyone's strong enough to be old. Anyway, those are the three. Those seem, looking at the statistics in front of us and the science that's out there from the CDC about how this disease is actually spread. It seems that the three big correlations are age, other unhealthy conditions, and density. Being too close to people, sharing the same air, being downwind of people, those are the problems. And you're finding not a lot of coverage of this, and I'm suspecting it's because of a term that I've been coining over the past couple of weeks, blue fragility. It's if you have committed your life, politically speaking, to high density housing, to jamming people together for our own good, out of our own quote best interest, end quote, and all of the other detritus of progressive government, single payer healthcare, which has not fared well in this pandemic, transit centered lifestyles, high density housing, jamming people together, one on top of the other high-density environments that are intended to attract the creative class, and arguably do, but are ideal vehicles for transmitting, pan- <laughs> transmitting some viruses, including, according to the evidence we have here, COVID, the disease that is shutting down our economy right now. There is a certain amount of peevishness at the idea that that this little virus is throwing their plans off the rails and and they're not suffering that publicity very well Uh, more about that later on in the hour up next we're gonna be talking with eric cardall and uh, dan mcgrath actually we're about a minute out from that so we're talking with dan mcgrath eric cardall about a hotline uh, and perhaps perhaps some legal help for people who are uh, suffering from government abuses uh during this this shutdown and by the way one of the great dangers, we, we face a couple dangers in this situation other than the pandemic, the disease, the pathology itself. One of them is the breakdown of respect for government and its institutions, the media for law enforcement, as, as they are seen capriciously enforcing unfair laws and, and using their power to build up the chosen few and, and grind down the rest of society. Respect will f- suffer. People will find workarounds that are dubiously legal. It's what happened during Prohibition. And people will start to lose respect for the government and for our, for, for our governing institutions themselves. That's the real danger. Go nowhere. Northern Alliance will be right back. Are you tired of all the garbage that Hollywood puts out? Why not redeem the time you're spending at home with your family and watch something that affirms our American values? For a limited time, you can purchase No Safe Spaces, starring Dennis Prager and Adam Carolla. Go to nosafespaces.com to stream the number one political documentary of 2019. Free speech is under attack now more than ever. Politicians on the left are threatening to permanently shut down churches and synagogues. And we can't even open a debate about when we return to work. There is no more important time to watch No Safe Spaces. The movie that the hard left does not want you to see. Go to nosafespaces.com. Use the code SAVE25 to get 25% off your purchase. That's SAVE25. 
This offer is only available for a limited time. Send the message to Hollywood that you support movies that support your values. Go to nosafespaces.com today. This is Dennis Prager from Athanasium, the Math Learning Center. As you know, I prefer clarity to agreement. Being able to understand math is often key to achieving clarity. But with 6 out of 10 high schoolers not being proficient at math, students could be at a great disadvantage. Mathnasium helps students reach their potential to understand and even enjoy math, whether they're starting out far behind or already doing well. Using a customized one-on-one approach, Mathnasium educates and inspires students, helping them develop number sense, math fluency, and confidence that equips them for success in school and for the rest of their lives. Mathnasium also provides homework help so students can better understand and finish it successfully on their own, freeing you up to focus on other aspects of parenting. Give your child a life-changing math learning experience. Contact one of the Mathnasium centers listed on the Patriots advertiser page at AM1280 The Patriot and receive $50 off your enrollment. Mathnasium, changing lives through math. Relief factor, pain relief that's natural, pain relief that works, and pain relief that attacks the source of the pain. I come from the doctor's clinic this morning, 28 staples out of my knee, and I am not taking painkillers. Why? Because I don't need to. I'm taking relief factor. Yes, it's a triple dose, but it doesn't have any negative side effects. And I am doing just fine. Thank you very much. That's the experience of tens of thousands of Americans who are taking relief factor right now. See their incredible video endorsements at relieffactor.com and then order your three-week quick starter pack for just $19.95. That's less than a dollar a day. That's truly remarkable to be liberated from your pain for less than a dollar a day. Find out if it can work for you like it works for me by ordering your three-week quick starter pack today. Go right now. ReliefFactor.com, ReliefFactor.com. This is your opportunity to be the next success story. AM 1280, The Patriot.